Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Back at it, homegrown radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, West Coast. Um, shout out to the new, <laughs> the, the new eyes, new ears that's tapped in right now. Appreciate y'all. We are uh, broadcasting live all the way from the iHeart Studios. Are we uh, corporate thugging now? Like since we haven't been, bro. I haven't been to our our spot, man. And like, I haven't been to homegrown radio, the actual building, in like two months. It's been a minute. A lot of things change over there, man. Hey, you thought. Inglewood was getting gentrified before. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Actually, going been like down. three months on the low. It's the 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 uh, well for the people that are local in the area in Inglewood. Just telling head the, the spot downstairs. There used to be a barbershop. Yeah, it's a tango place now. Tango. Tango. What do you mean tango? Some white folks tangoing downstairs. It's white people in there. Yes, it's t- I'm telling you, man. What you thought before is completely different. I don't know if you watch uh, Insecure. He said it's white people in there, but it's I would now. It's changed. It's changed. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's completely different. But, you know, obviously the last few months we've been recording here, you know, makes things more consistent, easier, whatnot. So, appreciate all. Again, no sirens. All the, there's no sirens. You might <laughs> get some random people walking in, though. Yeah. Shout out to Doc Winners. Absolutely. Anybody just having to pop in here. So, if you guys see just random people walking in the studio, that's, you know, that's what's going on. It's a little background. Um, uh, before, it was funny. I was actually thinking about this morning what I wanted to kind of talk about, like one random thing that happened to me this week, but, and I was going to ask you the same question, mm-hmm. but your shit by far trumps my shit. So yeah. I don't even want to say my random, <laughs> the random shit that happened to me this week. Yeah. So go on and tell people, we got to kick this shit off because I see uh, notifications for those that don't know, we record on, on a Wednesday, drop these episodes on Thursday, Thursdays. Uh, but my shit goes off this morning. I, I saw a notification last night in the group chat that she was saying that you guys interviewed Kevin Gates. Now, <laughs> the crazy part about it is I already had the heads up on it. Kev gave me the heads up. Yeah. He was like, yo, this interview's kind of crazy. But he didn't mention really anything in detail, just kind of something that, oh, you know, that that Kevin Gates, you know, you I guess you touched him and he was tripping or whatever. Bro. Didn't really give me, like, anything to go with. You send the clip. I still didn't look at it. And then this morning, I just see it all across social media. So explain 
What happened with this Kevin Gates interview, dog? Bro, so Kevin Gates, I didn't even know. So we got we got the interview, like how we normally get the interviews. I didn't book the interview. Um, the label. Like, the label booked the interview right. or management, somebody, whatever. So our superiors told us, hey, we got a Kevin Gates interview. Right. Cool. I would like to talk to Kevin Gates. And when I say Kev, my bad, I meant Bootleg Kev, my bad. I, me and Bootleg Kev do the night show here um, at 92.3. So we were like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would like to talk to Kevin Gates. It's a lot, of, it's a lot of stuff you could talk to Kevin Gates about. Now, first things when you think about talking to Kevin Gates, what do you, what's automatically popping in your head? <laughs> this is because um, everybody just, has the same just thought he process. might he, it may it may be difficult it's intense it's it's very intense because I've seen him being interviewed on the breakfast club I've seen him do big boy show and automatically when 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 kev said when Boulet kev said oh we had Kevin Gates last night I was like oh it's int- I can already tell it's gonna be intense so yeah. already in your mind you already kind of knew some shit was gonna happen I mean not that I knew something was gonna happen it not to me nothing happened like okay so Bro. anyway let me let me let me we walk through it. Something happened. So, <laughs> some, some shit happened. So what happened was we got we got Kevin Gates in here. We we greeted each other. He did like a five minute prayer or something like that before we even started. Hey, what? Yeah, he prayed before. He he does that. He does that. I mean, I don't know. He took all his all his shit off and he he prayed. He's Muslim. Okay. I don't I don't know the practices of Islam, so I don't I don't want to speak on it. Okay. So. He prayed, and once he prayed, he was like, all right, let's do it. So I'm like, all right, let's start the interview. Now, he had a cameraman as well. Okay. Um, just like we had our cameras rolling. And so once we started talking, ha- about halfway through, he just was like, Yo, like, he was real nonchalant. You know, his posture was real, like, you know, I don't really want to be here. So about halfway through the interview, he's like, he stopped. He's like, you know, no, no disrespect to you, brothers, but, uh, you know, how long we got to do this? Mm-hmm. Talking to the label rep. Uh, like how long I got to be here doing this? He's right, like, I didn't right. really come here prepared to do an interview. Okay, and I'm like, I'm thinking. Of course, I'm thinking to myself, you're an artist. You come to a radio station, you probably do an interview to do an interview. Right. Like, long story short, I don't know what was in his mind. Right. I mean, he's only been out of jail what a month, month and a half, something like that. I get it. He don't. He want to be with his kids. Absolutely. I understand that. that. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was forced to come up here. Uh-huh. I have no idea. On that could have been a background story. I have no context. Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. So long story short, I'm talking my hands. So we we talking. We talking. I'm trying to get him to get comfortable. Like I'm asking him questions about like what he been through. I'm asking him like, and I and he brings up this topic about not having any friends. Mm-hmm. And or we brought. I remember how it happened. But we start talking about him have, not having any friends. And I'm like, bro, you don't have no friends. And I know the type of person that you are. You like, you have to have one friend. Exactly. Gotcha. And so I'm like, he's like, bro, you either family or nothing. I'm like, so you don't have z- you have zero, zero friends. friends. Right. <laughs> I just want to be clear, like, right, no, I get what it, are I get you saying it. right now? Right, right, right. So, um, long story short, I'm talking with my hands. I may have, I grazed his shirt, like, barely. Okay. Barely touched him. And that's when he did the, you know, please don't touch me. No disrespect. Please don't touch me again. Yeah. And so, at this point, like, a lot of people was looking at the comments, and uh, I got a lot of homies, bro. Like, a lot of people. I didn't realize... How many people care? <laughs> people fuck with you. <laughs> right. People care about me. And I, I'm well aware of that. And I know I represent a certain thing in this in this industry that's rare. Like I know that like if you being from Los Angeles, California, me and me me and Big Boy are the only two black men on the radio full time in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Mm-hmm. I, that's dope to me, I don't take that lightly. Right. I, I know those are big draws of feel, I understand. And me being from the east side, like we don't get opportunities like this. Right. So 
with that being said, <laughs> everybody that hit me up was like, yo, we own him. This and I said, listen, bro, like, it ain't that serious to me. This right. is some radio shit. I, I wasn't even tripping like that. I was more, to be honest with you, like, shout out to my, um, shout out to the homie, uh, G Malone, shout out to the homie C-Dog from Dallas. He hit me and was like, yo, the look on your face. <laughs> like, and shout out to the homie Nails. He called me from um, New York. He was like, bro, the look on your face, like, bro, don't you, do you understand? <laughs> and I'm like, that wasn't even yeah, nothing. Nah, nah, that nah. wasn't even in my mind. Right, right. My thought was, wow. Like, this guy now, is so, my, my thought, I, I literally, and, and shout out to the homie Zaire Porterhouse LA. He was like, this is the first time I've ever seen you speechless. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, bro, and I and I think this is, I've been doing this, how long we do it, 10 years? Mm -hmm. I've been doing this shit 10 years, and I always got something to say. I literally did not know what to say. What to say. I was just like, and I was sitting there, and I and was you did not You didn't know what to say for what reason, though? Because I just didn't understand. Because you didn't know either, A, how he was going to react, or you just was just dumbfounded by his response. I was dumbfounded. I was I, I used the word puzzled and befuddled. <laughs> I was both of them. I was befuddled and behooved and puzzled and puzzled all at the same all time. at the same fucking time. I, I was just so if you peep the video, I'm just looking at him like yeah. I really don't understand what's happening right now. Right. Like I don't know if I'm being disrespected. I don't know if I'm disrespecting you. Yeah. I don't know if we. You're at the Angela Yee. What about my notes? What about my notes? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, because automatically knowing you. I know, well, you can confirm or deny, but in my, when looking at it, I'm like, oh, you know he got a clip. <laughs> this, this is, honestly, and I mean, and, and not to say you guys are trying to capitalize off the moment or anything like that. Like, I know it was a real, it was a real moment. It was a real moment. But this is literally, okay, this is sometimes what starts people's careers. I'm not even and, tripping. And I know you're not tripping off of that, but just in the grand scheme of things, when you hear... You know, when when Breakfast Club talks about, oh, they almost got canceled until the Ray J called in and was right, tripping right, off right. of Fabulous. And then, obviously, everybody knows about the whole Birdman situation. Right. This is similar, and not to even compare to that, but it's like similar situations where it's like, you, now, the, the interview hasn't even been out for a full 24 hours. Not even. And how many people have hit you up about it? Yeah. Right. I, how many people have commented about it? So it's like, it's one of those, it's a moment. It's a moment in hip-hop. And it's just like, I know you knew... That, yo, not not even trying to capitalize off it, but, like, that you know, damn, this is a moment right now. Bro, like, and the thing is, like, I'm just... I'm getting texts right now. Oh, yeah, I've been I've been putting out fires all morning, like, and shout out to everybody that got my... I appreciate the love, like, right. I ain't gonna lie, like, I appreciate all the homies that got my back, I appreciate everything. It's not that serious to me. It's literally, like, I literally didn't know what was happening. And for, and, and, In the moment, and, and it was a moment, like you said, right. but I actually did not know. I didn't understand what was happening. Right. Because I don't even remember touching this nigga. Like, I don't remember touching right, him. Right, 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 Like, and I don't remember, like... No, because look at your hands right now. Like, that's how you talk. That's how I talk. Right, like, right. I, I was very... Especially when It wasn't I'm, like you were like, hey, my dude. Right, 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 yeah, right. I get it. No, I get it. And it was, it was literally like a brush. But, um... I guess it's important to know, like, it, it does, and even from walking away, away from that, I think what most people may or may not get is that it's not a problem. Like, it was just just a moment that you guys had. I mean, he, he's like that, though. Right. He's told other people, don't touch me. Mm -hmm. So I believe it. I, I don't think that it's a disrespectful thing. I honestly believe that he believes very thoroughly in in, in, in his ideologies. Right. He believes that in, in the trans... And this is prior to going to jail, too. Yeah, he believes in transference of energy. He believes in, in vibes and auras and right. all that shit. And I don't, I'm not knocking him for that, because I of believe course. in that. Of course. So 
if I don't want someone to touch me, I would res- I would hope that they would respect not to same touch thing. me in the same fashion. But now, he also felt like you guys were in- interrogating him also. Yeah, that's what that's another thing that threw me off. He's like, I feel like I'm being interrogated, and it's like, bro, like it's an interview. This is an interview or this conversation where we're talking about things relevant to Kevin Gates. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not like now, we, I didn't, I didn't it's watch, not like we asking you about Takashi. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the whole the whole clip. The clip that I did watch um, you guys were asking about his music and he he like really abrupt like abruptly gave like yeah okay I think it's awesome I think it's this I, th- I think it's that like I, I wasn't really here to do this or whatever and I'm like damn it's an interview though Kevin Gates is a very interesting guy mm-hmm. and I tried to express that to him now what people don't know what people didn't get to see is that once the cameras turned off once we finished the interview he sat here for an hour and talked to us word regular as hell and very, did he address, like, anything? Nah, he was just very regular. He was like, you know, I appreciate you, brother's time. Like, I appreciate, you know, this is a blessing for me to be here. Thank you. But this is also, like, his first time coming to a radio station, sitting down with somebody after he got out of jail. He been through a lot. It was very random. You can check out the whole interview. It was, it was so random. It was definitely the most interesting, like, I put this on my Instagram, the most interesting interview experience probably ever. ever. I'm just, I guess, even from, uh, again, I can't place myself in somebody else's shoes, but I was like, if if you f- if you feel like you're being interrogated, you feel like you don't want to be here, or if that's the notion, the divide that you get off, but you're not even sure about the people that are talking to you, what would make you want to stay? Like, did he get a vibe for you afterwards and was like, okay, my bad? Or, I have no idea, bro. Okay, no I, apology or anything like that? I have no idea. I mean... The thing is, he did say, I forgot, damn, I don't want to misquote it, but he said something to the effect of, you know, um, oh, because he was filming. I don't know what he's filming. He was filming a documentary or whatever he was filming, but he was like, I'm not going to make your brothers look crazy. You got my word. Like, I'm not going to make y'all look. And so, um, uh, Kev, Bootleg Kev, interpolated that as he didn't want us to make him look crazy in our clips. Mm. And so... I, I respect I respect everybody's wishes. Like if we if we doing something and you be like, hey, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. You being my you being my homie, you being my co-host. All right, I respect your wishes. Right now, if it's some shit where I stay, I gotta stand on my square. Then that's fine. I will stand on my square and like no. So I was very adamant about the fact that we needed to drop this video. Right. Sorry. That, my bad shit. Wow. Welcome to welcome to radio. No, I was going actually that was that was one of the clips from the interview. Um, but yeah, so I just my whole my whole perspective is I'm not offended. Like I don't feel like I was disrespected at all. Like I don't feel like that. I feel like he made a request and I didn't touch him again. I, I made a conscious deci- I made a conscious effort not to talk with my hands gotcha. anymore because it was like that's just something I do. I don't know if that's a good habit, a bad habit. I have no idea. Right, like, right that's just right. how I'd express myself. It's bad if you like two feet from somebody. Then right at this so, point, now you know. Right, so <laughs> it's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. And so, um, but yeah, I don't have any malice towards Kevin Gates. So it ain't like on some, because one of the homies was like, man, you could like really put a red light on him and this. And I'm like, man, I'm not even on that. It's not that serious. Like I said, it would be different if he took off on you in the middle of the interview. That's that's when it's like, okay, now, you know, it's all fair game. And I don't know I don't situation. know about none of that. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If, fuck that. If you get took off on in the interview... That you you have to handle it however you want to handle. It. That's when yeah, I'm not saying you're gonna do Listen, shit. Listen, man, I'm just let saying, me tell you that's something. when you have to handle it. I don't have to do nothing. Then you can't know. You I'm gonna tell you one thing. You can't just be dumbfounded at that point. No, no, I'm not. You take dumb. off when you can't just be. But what did you behooved? Befuddled? 
puzzled. That can't happen if yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I. The thing I've been trying to think about that day, like what happens that day? That somebody take off on you? That somebody tries to do something to me? And the thing is. I'm not of the criminal underworld. Of course. I'm not a street dude. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not from say, a, I'm, I'm not, not from nobody's hood, but a lot of people love DJ Head. Of course. But a lot of people love me. But I think honestly, I would want to talk to the authorities. Okay, but I get I'm a, that. that that's, I pay a lot of taxes. You're right, you're right. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all that's all funny games, but that's after the fact. That's after you know, whoever breaks what up. I'm talking about in the moment. Oh, yeah. In the moment, you have to defend yourself. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's, again, no no malice, no intent, nothing like that. But you're not just going to sit there and get took off on and just, oh, man. No, no. In the moment, you, you do, it's fight or flight. Exactly. So you either that's, run away or you, and, and I've done both. That's what I'm saying. I've ran and, uh, and I've stood my ground. So gotcha. either way, it's whatever. Man. Mm-hmm. Now, was it most people, it was just the label people were? Nah, he came with his management. Okay. We okay. Got you. It was the label, no, but no extra people. Nah, he didn't like no, no, no. There wasn't no like goons or nothing like that. No, I didn't say goons. I'm just saying like just friends or even like his his wife or anybody. Nah, nah. He came. He came pretty much with his management, his little team. All right. And that's it. Like it was. It was. It wasn't that. Like it wasn't like that serious. Shade right there. His little team. Damn, head. Get the fuck. (laughs) Don't do that. Nah, nah. Fuck with you. So, moving past it. You know, it, it was a moment you guys had. Um, obviously, I mean, I, I, again, I know you. I know you would be open to have a conversation with him again. I would love to talk to him again. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, you don't... And and, and, and that's why, shout out to my, shout out to my, my brother, uh, Charlemagne the God, man. Like, he's such a pro. And after the whole shit went down with him with all that rape shit, and I never spoke on this, that's crazy. But it was all this rape shit going on with Charlemagne. And... He's just such a pro. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't lose your cool. You never lose your cool. You never lose your composure. You always, if anything, you let other people lose their shit. Mm-hmm. You don't. You never. You never. You never let people take you off your square. And that's something I really got from him. Mm-hmm. And going through, he went through way worse, worse. shit than what I've gone. What right. I was going through. Right. And it was like, no, nah, like this is the truth. This is these are the facts. Right. Like he, he, you don't run away from it. You 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 lean into it and you and you and you. And as long as you're honest and forthcoming with the information, that can never be held against you. Right. Like, he, he says, live your truth so nobody can use it against you. And that's how I feel. So that's that's an ideology that I've adopted as well, where um, a lot of people were hitting me, like, yo, your bro, you, what's up with your boy, um, with all of the, with the rape shit, what's up with your boy? Like, I'm and I, and, I found, and I text him, and I told him, I said, bro, these motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah. And he was like, bro, you 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 have no idea. And I'm like, bro, if I'm getting it, I know you get it. And the thing is, um, I saw him turn his comments off. He he he, he talked about that on the Breakfast Club, he, how he turned his comments off. That way nobody can say anything or do nothing or whatever. And it's just like, damn, people are so hungry for their own perspective that they throw away facts. That's true. And that's something that he always say too. People, people don't care about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And yeah, it, it, that, and that goes with a lot of other things too. And it, it's just it's crazy with with people how how controversy is the main thing that sells these days. And it, it's I guess it's always been that way. But when it comes to like you said, certain quote quote facts, it's like damn, dude, you you rather listen to what sounds more entertaining than act, what the actual truth is. Yeah, you know. And the thing is, he, and um, in the, in the midst of all of that, like um. In the midst of all of that, that why, I'm sorry. Why? Why do you think that is, though? Why what? 
Why do you think people are, are more prone to go with what's entertaining versus the truth? Well, human nature. We're attracted to bullshit. Mm. This is our nature. It's like it's like uh, if you see a, it's like looky loo traffic. If there's a car wreck on the on this freeway, yeah, the traffic don't be because of the car wreck. The traffic yeah, be because people looking. looking. Yeah, they slow down. They want to see what's going on. And then get mad at the other person in front of them for slowing down. Too. Yeah, and then you do the same fucking same thing. Shit, yeah. Or if you even your son, your son is how old? Two months. Two months. When your son is one years old, mm. if you take his hand, right? You know how you play with his arm, right? You take his hand and you punch yourself in the eye with it, and you act like you hurt. He gonna laugh. True. That's human nature. Right. He gonna be like, ha, ha, like, I fucked you up. You know right. what I'm saying? That's just in our nature to be drawn to the bullshit. Mm. From birth. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm processing a couple of different things. The only reason why I was asking that because another thought popped into my head. And I guess it correlates with music. And because, you know, obviously you get it. We get it all the time. But I, and specifically with like posting stuff. Mm-hmm. Been seeing it recently, which is crazy. I never pay attention to what I see it here and there. But recently, I've seen when it comes to social media, how the thing that people hate the most, for example, right? I can I can post something, or we can post something on Homegrown Radio, or whatever, mm-hmm. about this new artist. You get so many clicks, but then we post something about let's just throw it out there, like Kim Kardashian, right? Mm-hmm. People go up in arms about, oh man, how you, oh me, you ain't real. Why you posting this? Uh, but that's the shit that gets the most clicks. Yeah. Why? Because because human, human beings are drawn to the bullshit. But what's what's bullshit about that? It's 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 mess. What's bullshit about what's bullshit about? I get the mess part, but what what if it's what it what it what is it about something that I that you're not attracted to that attracts you? Like obviously, there's there's a certain amount of people that, and this, I'm just this is a random subject, but let's say don't like the Kardashians and don't like the show, don't like that their lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. But what is it about them that makes them click the thing that they don't like? It's not a fight. I can see if it was like a fight or some shit, but what makes them click the shit that they don't even, the subject that they're not even interested in, I guess. And that's why I'm always trying to preach the message of telling people like, yo, support the shit that you fuck with. Right. So it can balance out the shit that you you don't. don't. Right. You get so up in arms with um, you know, a radio station playing the same songs or uh, certain content that gets posted on posted on social media, but that's the shit that gets the most views. So therefore, that's the shit that's gonna get the most more posts. Yeah. Now I'm, again, it could again human behavior, whatever. It's just that's all to me. That's just I don't know why this last week specifically has been on my mind. Yeah. But it's like it's just it's puzzling to me like damn why well i mean that's something you gotta ask god like oh, I, can't, I don't think he's gonna give me an answer right now nah he ain't fucking with you right now <laughs> why why not right now because he got shit to do you he gotta figure out but i don't know what's going on with kevin gates you stupid you man you stupid dog see i'm trying to get away from it you brought it right no i'm just it. i'm just fucking around no but it, it just seems like that that is always the thing that and if it's human behavior okay we can chalk it up to human behavior but it's like it's just crazy how People are attracted to the shit that they don't, quote, unquote, like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, for the most part, I think that's everybody, though. It's like... What's one thing... But, okay, for example, what's one thing that you don't that you don't fuck with that you engage, engage in the bullshit? That I don't fuck with? That you don't fuck with? Because I'm really trying to break it down to something that maybe... Because... Maybe you're missing it. I'm missing it. 
I'm trying to make the connection on myself. Like, bullshit, like, um, it could be fight it, videos. It could be, no, yeah. it could be something. Nah, it ain't fight videos. It could be something as simple as a, a woman. Like, a woman that you know is not good for you. You still fuck with her anyway. It to a be, certain degree. It could be food. You know, I overindulge in food. I eat hella sweets and junk food and but shit. But you know that's not good for And me. I know for a fact it's... But it's sweet. That's why you fuck with it. Oh, you're saying about, something... I'm that... talking about some shit that you just don't fuck with. Oh, oh I don't know. I don't operate like that. You gotta ask uh, somebody else. That That's... And, but, I, but the thing is, there's a majority amount of people that do. Yeah. That's the shit I'm like, damn. That, t- that is just intriguing to me. Um... I don't know. Even when you the, the the whole woman shit could be, there's something that you like about her. You like you like fucking her. You like something. hanging out, whatever. It's yeah. something. If if you truly don't like, like let's just say again, the example of of um music, right? Or or a post online. And I guess it's just maybe maybe your your voice being being heard. For instance, uh, six nine. I don't six nine. Okay, Takashi. I don't fuck with none of the shit he be doing. But it's so much attention around it, I have to know what's going on. So therefore, now, you engage in the bullshit. So therefore, I engage and I tap in and see, okay, what is it, what's so alluring about this man? What's so alluring about this guy who does all these things, right? But on the flip side, I don't know that that would be the case if I'm not in this and business. That's what I was saying. I was going to go back to that. Yeah. You're in this business. You have, to, be you, have the, to, you have to either be in the know or you have to... You, you get the music, obviously, so yeah. you got to listen to it or you got to play it. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question because I don't know. I don't know that I would. I don't even know if I would have social media if I wasn't in this business. You probably would. I don't think so. I think your your personality is one that would want to be with the bullshit. Well, I think, no, I'm just saying if I wasn't completely, if I wasn't involved in this shit at all. No, and I'm saying that your personality, you, you with the jokes, you, you know what I'm saying? You engage, you like intellectual conversations and... I think, I don't know. I would think I would just do TED Talks and like podcasts and shit like that. I don't know that I would be... But you can find that on social media. Yeah, but you you don't have to do social media in order to forget that stuff. Because even now, like I don't listen to... I don't don't be scrolling on Instagram like that. I don't, I don't really... Like I'll look at it. You you lying. You be on social media. No, I be on social media. What I'm saying is I don't... Some people go and literally go on explore page and all that kind of, I don't do that. But I'm saying you follow people that are that are interesting. Yeah, or you, people you I know. You're saying you go, you have social media, and you you would follow the people, you would follow TED Talk, you would follow. Oh, I see what you're tech, saying. Tech news, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you would yeah. find the thing that you like yeah, and yeah. tap into it all the yeah. way. So yeah, I don't know. It is that's just always interesting to me. I just always like to break that down. Like, what the fuck? Why do people tap into shit that they don't like? So again. I say all to say, support the shit that you fuck with. Um, Speaking of fucking with, shout out to the homie YG. I was just going to say, man, new album, Stay Dangerous Now. It was crazy that I haven't even... Have you heard Travis Scott's album? Yeah. Have you, would you like it? It's cool. I haven't heard Travis Scott's album. I haven't heard Mac Miller's album. I've only been on the Stay Dangerous shit. Obviously, I'm going to call myself biased. I'm biased, too. Um, what, what do you think about first thoughts on, on the album, Stay on, Dangerous? Which, on Stay Dangerous? Uh-huh. Um... Like Bootleg Kev, and we had a conversation about it, and he brought up an interesting point. And he said that it's the it's the least it's the it's it the both both of YG's albums prior to this are better than this one, and I have to agree with that. But I also feel like YG did what he wanted to do on this project. Right. This is the project where it's like this is what I want to do. Mm. 
So and normally, like normally he, didn't, he didn't get a chance to do that on the last two albums. I don't think so. I think that was more contrived. It was more like the first one, "My Crazy Life." That was the first one, right? Right, right. right. That had to work. Yeah. So Sycamore, Sycamore, who A and R that project did his shit. Yeah. Like that, "My Crazy Life" is probably it might be an L.A. classic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because of the, of the, it's so many joints on that motherfucker. But um, what's YG's second album? Uh, 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 still crazy. Still crazy. Uh, that one, it, it kind of it's depleting for me. It's it's, de- it's decreasing in in, in in joints for me. Now, he has a song on the Stay Dangerous album called Power with mm-hmm. Todd Allison. Mm-hmm. That That's shit hard. is hard. I fuck with that one. I like 10 times. I like the album. Yeah. I'm not mad at the album. Um, the only thing that I will say is that in the middle of the album, YG got three songs in there. It's like Pussy Money Fame. It's an, it's, uh, I forgot the other two names of the songs. But he was he was very clear. He was like, I argue with my team day in day out about these songs. This is what I wanted to do. Those those particular songs. Those particular. Those are the saying, most personal. And were those the ones that you were rocking with or not rocking with? Nah, okay. those are my least favorite. Because we don't. Because the thing is, and I'm gonna keep it solid. Like, and I and I and and, and, and YG you know like we just will talk. Like we have very honest conversations. Mm-hmm. I pull up into him in the studio numerous times during their, during his process of recording this project. Matter of fact, on the low. When he was done, quote unquote, done with this album, mm-hmm. uh, like almost a year ago, almost a year ago, yeah, I'm in the studio with him. I was like, bro, you don't got a joint. Mm. Like, you need a joint, bro. Like, you don't have a record. And did they? Add and one? I told him that. Like, it was just me. It wasn't no cameras. Right, right, right. It was literally just me and YG in the studio. Mm-hmm. And you know how I am with yeah. everybody. I tell everybody the truth. Right. I'm like, bro, you need a record though. Because he was like, man, this is what I'm on right now. I said, I understand that, bro. Right, but you, but you need a record. So you feel like he he felt like no matter what, having a record or not having a record, um, he felt more comfortable with this that he did his own thing, his own pocket. Well, no, he gave us a record. He, uh, he's like, look, I gave y'all three singles. Gotcha. The rest of shit is for me. Gotcha. Cool. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now... I'm not with the I'm not with the ideology of artists saying, "Oh, I make music for me." Like, if you make music for you, like Fifty Cent say, keep that shit in your phone and you listen to it. But when you play in this game and you represent, like going back to what I said, me and Big Boy are only black men on the radio full time in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That's something I take very seriously. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Debbie Dev for pointing that out to me. Mm-hmm. Debbie Brown, sorry, <laughs> you gotta get it right. Shout out to Debbie Down, Debbie Brown for pointing that out to me. YG is considered one of our staple artists. Very true. That's something that he needs to understand and take seriously as well. When people think of Los Angeles, we don't have that many. <laughs> we don't have that many staple artists that's nationally broken mm-hmm. at this point. And I want to name names and whatnot. Like TDE, I don't count them. Like we always, they on their home. Right. They don't. They're not. They got some whole other shit. Right. Right. That's different. Now. Um, is that fair though? Like if if you're if you're thrusting into the to the limelight at that point. Come with the job. Does it? Yeah. You construction. That's like being a construction worker talking about you don't want to be sweaty. You a radio. Chuck Dizzle is a radio personality mm-hmm. in Los Angeles from Los Angeles. Right. Right. That's a responsibility. That's an obligation. That's not something to be taken lightly, because that's true. When it comes to maybe the message, and I, okay, so I guess that that is okay. Okay. Let me here. rephrase. Let me rephrase. You're right. Art is art. However, if art, if you're gonna do stuff and just let it be art, you can then you cannot then try to rally support for your art. Don't do radio campaigns. Don't don't ask people. Ask, don't don't send your shit to DJs. Don't ask. But what people if what to, if that's on the back end of what the labels are pushing them to do? 
then that's that's what I'm saying. That's, listen to what I'm saying. Okay, I got you. If you're doing art, mm-hmm. fuck a label, mm-hmm. put your shit out. Okay. Don't be on some Terrace Martin shit. Mm-hmm. Terrace Martin has not one time ever called me and asked me to play his record on the radio. Mm-hmm. Want to know why? Because he just making he just making music. He just doing art. And he understands that this is my art. If they fuck with it, they fuck with it. If they don't, they don't. I'm, I'm not looking for approval. I'm not looking for main. I'm not looking for any um, praise. I'm not looking for an interview. I'm not looking for... If don't... You cannot then... You can't say this is my art and then request of other people to, for your art. That's not fair. Or, on the flip side, if you want me to play your shit, make some shit I can play. Mm, okay, I get that part. So it's either one or the other. Right. Now, with, with, in YG's in YG's case, he's like, I gave y'all three records to play. Gotcha. The rest is for, for me. me. I right. respect that perspective. Gotcha. But at the same time, also take your platform serious in the sense that, bro, you are a staple mm-hmm. for what people look at Los Angeles. I'm not saying you asked for that. Right. I didn't ask to be. I didn't ask to you know help raise my brother and sister. You did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You didn't ask to take over property and shit when this happened went down with your pops. Right, right. You didn't you it's just shit happens. That's right. I got you. I got you. That makes sense. So when shit happens in life, you happen. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. YG, Todd Alsine, Mustard, T D E, and uh, uh, and like Nip, these are all people that are 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 they're, they're from the rest of the country and the rest of the world, they represent Los Angeles. Right. I need you and everybody that everybody that's in that particular category to take that responsibility serious mm-hmm. because this big draws a feel. No, we, it is. It is. It is. It's a lot of pressure, and especially coming from you know the the generation before in terms of music and you know we're, we're talking about the NWAs and Snoop's and shit like that. Those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. Now, I I do understand. Man, let let me break out my own shell and do my shit my own way and mm-hmm. then let people fuck with it the way they've been fucking with it. Because, you know, I'm sure when they first started, it was like, I'm doing shit my own way. Yeah. Whether you want to call it the ratchet scene, whether it was sim- simplistic with the music and the, 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 the production, but they did and shit popped, mm-hmm. right? So as an artist, and I think a lot of people have that notion of just damn let people catch up mm-hmm. like I yeah I hear you yeah I'm gonna make the radio song or make the shit for the people or whatever but let me make my art as well and maybe like for example Kanye West with um what's that one I don't, I don't even it's the one that changed fucking the, the, the wave of music in 2008 what's that one uh, 808s and Heartbreaks 808s and Heartbreaks I don't like that album <laughs> Didn't okay. like it then. Don't like it now. I understand. Like if you ain't it, fucking if, with Kanye, and I, I, I just, I, I just, it wasn't for me. But a lot of people at that time, shout out to the homie Aaron, Aaron Broom, man. He, he's, he's, man. He can argue down in terms of music, but he, I, I remember vividly him telling me like, "Yo, this is that the next shit." Yeah. And a lot of people wasn't fucking with Kanye singing. A lot of people wasn't fucking with the, the auto tune and him doing all that shit, but. That's the, the the way music went the next few years, and now you see it's the wave. You yeah. know, people are look at Post Malone, very successful off of some shit that the foundation of what Kanye did with 808s and Heartbreak. Yeah. So if an artist is saying, "Look, I get what the current trend is. I get what your expectation of me is. I can give you that. 
And I we're saying the same shit. I, I'm gonna do some other shit as well. The the hard part about it is the fact that being an artist, you feel like you're selling out by still doing the shit that people want you to do. Right. You know, as 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 black people in media, I'm sure, sure there's a lot of shit. But for example, glad you said that. You're one of the only black radio personalities. You and Big Boy, right? You guys both don't drink or smoke either. Facts. Right? The expectation is, as an urban DJ, right. that you do. Right. Or you can sponsor some shit. What are you hell-bent on not doing? Drinking and smoking. Exactly. So the certain things... But that's not my personality either. You're right. Sir, so... There might be some things that within the music, like, yeah, okay, I didn't ask of these responsibilities, but I evolve and things change within my life. I didn't smoke a drink when I was 15 either. When I got a little bit older, things changed. You start fucking with it. And then now, now look at me now. I don't smoke a drink now right. when I used to. So it's like things evolve and change as you get older or go through life situations and I'm just playing devil's advocate as an artist or as a rapper or as whatever I'm doing. If somebody's saying, yeah, 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 we want you to do this, though, I can understand the, the, the resistance from it. Like, yeah, I know what's going to make me popular. I know what, what people are expecting me, but this is the way that I'm on. This is the shit that I want to do. Yeah. So I get it. But at the same time, is that is that his responsibility to... And we're not just speaking of just YG, but just anybody that, that has... The, the the limelight on them is there a responsibility aside from a message <laughs> to continue to go in the same direction that is expected of them like for the sake of I think oh, that's just entertaining I think that's just personal like that's your own shit like it just depends on you like I don't think it's deep like that I literally think it's just I like for me I grew up around drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. I saw it all the time everywhere yeah I never saw any positive outcome. I never saw any successful alcoholics. I never saw any retired drug dealers. Jay-Z? What? He's a retired drug dealer. No, he didn't retire. He transitioned. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You don't retire as a drug dealer. Mm. I never saw it. So I was like, and I never saw I never saw any I never saw any successful drug users or alcoholics. And I never saw any retired drug dealers. Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg what? Well, I mean, if you count weed as drugs. Snoop Dogg what, though? Snoop Dogg smokes weed. He's successful. He's a household name. He's made business. He's made a business out of smoking. I agree with that. Brand. But smoking to me is no... there. Well, for one... Okay, I'll address the smoking thing. The smoking thing for me wasn't because of the drugs. Mm aspect it was because it's like i asked people why you get why do you smoke and they say they get high mm -hmm. and i'm like well, but what for what and, and they're like, like to get away or some shit like that i never wanted to relax like that i mean not relax i never wanted to escape my reality got you i always operated under the assumption that instead of trying to escape your reality change that motherfucker mm. so people like like up to this day i got into an argument with somebody when i went to japan about taking vacations and they're like what's up with you and vacation i'm like i've never taken a vacation right and they're like what do you mean i'm like because when you take a vacation you're taking a break from your life but you have to come back mm. so to me there's no point instead of trying to take a vacation to take a break from life why not change your life mm. look at you getting all deep over here bro that's what that was my perspective oh, okay so you change your perspective going to japan of what? No, that, I went for work. I'm, I'm fucking with you, dog. Um, 
Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, dog. I think because you 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 write like earlier. You're like, man, it's not that deep. And I, I'm bringing it up only because it's still new to me. But I think my whole like when people tell you that parenthood changes you, that shit immediately changes. You yeah. start thinking about shit you never even thought about. Like what? Just like raising somebody in a society. Yeah. I've always looked at the like being a, as a young black man, being in a society. I know how to defend myself mm-hmm. when it comes to whatever situation may be. Yeah, I might be a little fearful of certain things, situations, but I know how to handle it. It's the same thought process that I had when before I stopped drinking. I was like, I can I can handle my own situation. But now that you have the responsibility of somebody else, mm-hmm. even when I was married, I never Yeah, of course I once I've always wanted to protect Tasha, make sure everything was good, make sure the household was straight. But not until now it's like this this tangible thing now that I have like in my hand, in my in my possession, that I get to look at that looks just like me, it's like, oh shit. I gotta make sure that not only you're good, but everything around you is good. So now it's making me question <laughs> think, yeah. life. Like, oh shit, okay, damn. So I know I'm good, but how do I tell him in fifteen years, okay, make sure that you're not doing this, that and the third. Make sure that like I just it's just just crazy. It just makes you think about think about a lot of shit like that. Even going to school, like we, me and me and Tasha had a had a, a conversation about church. We don't go to church, and now I'm thinking like, yeah, that's that's all fine and dandy to, and it's it, everybody's different in how you bring up your kids and all that. And I, I don't even want to go off on that, but I'm thinking like, damn, how do I explain the thought of religion to this kid? Mm-hmm. You know the the, the and, you know, and being that's the thing. Uh, spiritual being spiritual and versus religion and of course I'm, I'll, I'll adapt and get to the situations when it comes but it's like I'm starting to think about the shit way ahead of time now because I'm like oh fuck yeah I don't know how I don't know how I would explain that to a kid now where I am mentally exactly because where I am mentally is completely different than where I was five years ago ten years ago fifteen years and ago. just imagine it's gonna it's gonna change yeah so even something as simple as like damn man like I fucking hated school. How am I gonna teach this motherfuckers math? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know that's that's off no, the grid. No, how you gonna teach? How you gonna tell a motherfucker? How you gonna tell your kid that school really don't matter? Exactly. In the long run. Exactly. Oh, that's and, and you start thinking about shit like that, and it's like you, you yeah you just think about all kind of shit, and <laughs> I know all the parents feel me, and I know everybody has their own way of doing it, and I'm sure as time goes by, it gets easier or better you figure out how to deal with it because even before before I had kids the biggest thing that I was thinking about I was like damn how the fuck am I going to change this motherfucker like that was my biggest concern I don't, don't even want to now that that comes with ease I can just do that in my sleep I can do it with my eyes closed like that's nothing so I'm assuming as as with most things when you when you are met with that fork in the road or that that challenge that obstacle you'll deal with it and you'll make it work out but when you, it's those those thought those thought processes those questions just pop in your head out of nowhere and it just makes you just question everything. Oh uh, shit! Well, I'm I, hopefully you know I'm a long way away from having. You better have a kid this year. Don't. Uh, <laughs> he said don't don't know. You bu- you puzzled again, huh? You dumbfounded. I'm, I'm the fuzzle. Speechless, befuddled. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Oh my god. Um, uh, now but I, I did want to say this though. Uh, I know we got off off. Uh, topic but um shout out to um yg 
and you went to the fashion show too, right? Yeah, it was a it was a fashion show. Yeah, fashion show slash concert. Yeah, I'm really really proud of YG, man. Like I'm really happy for him. I'm so proud of what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Like coming from, like YG was like our our Takashi out here for a while, like like no, I'm talking about how people how people didn't want him to win. Like the city turned on him, dog. Like he couldn't do a show out here. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Not to the extent of Takashi, but I understand what you're saying. It was a bad example. Yeah, okay. But what I'm saying is, I don't like how, like, literally, LA the the, the cops are like, YG oh, yeah. cannot perform. <laughs> gotcha, here. gotcha. Okay, yeah. And that again, he's like, I, I, when I when I made the Takashi reference, I'm saying he was like the stepchild you, from his you. own city. I got you. I got you. That's how Takashi is in New York. Gotcha. He's gotcha. like our bastard. He's like their bastard son that. We take credit for it, but fuck, we got to deal with it. Yeah, well, the difference is you talking about streets with that shit. Like, this is more of, like, the people, like, gatekeepers, so to speak. Yeah, and I just didn't... I don't like how the city of Los Angeles... I don't know who it is or what it is, but I don't like how, for a long time, YG was not allowed to perform here. Yeah. This is him. He from here. Right. Like, regardless of what you think of where we'll deserve, increase security. Right. You or know, even, or even when, when they dropped the whole FDT, like, they, they he had... They came for him. Yeah, they came for him. And the thing is, like, what he's doing now is so positive, and it's just... And even he addressed it at the fashion show, too. He said, he said, you know what? And he, he talked. I like that he did that monologue, too. YG got up there and talked for a good five, almost yeah, ten minutes. TED Talk. Almost five, almost ten minutes. YG was up there just with the microphone, just t telling people how he felt. It was sold out at the Microsoft Theater downtown yeah. L.A. Like, it was just a beautiful thing to see that shit. And, and bro, shouts out to his team too. They they do an incredible job behind the scenes as well. Man. Yeah, shout out to my guy Brandon, yeah. and shout out to um, Justice too for Justice for looking out for me yeah. when I got there. But um, long story short, he got up there and he really just spoke his truth. Dope. And he was just like, "Look, I'm harmless. Like, I don't want." I don't want people to fear me. I don't want... He's like, red is my favorite color. <laughs> At the end of the day. It don't mean nothing. He was like, red is my favorite color, bro. Like, I'm here to make music. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to turn up. Mm -hmm. I don't want no problems. I just want to party. I don't want to hurt nobody. nobody. I like that. I see what he did. There. And I was just like, bro, like, I fuck with and this. With nobody I, and it's so about. dope to see the maturity in YG. Right. Like, where he is now, mm -hmm. he was up there talking his shit, mm -hmm. but it was mature shit. Right. He was like, and, and shout out to the, uh, the 400 uh, cutting and sew line. Yeah. That's going in Barney's. Barney's, wow, New York. Wow, dope. And I'm just like, bro, like, I, I was just sitting there, and I couldn't even, like, film it, because mm -hmm. I was just in a in moment, moment of... yeah. Some things you just got to be there. That's I was in a moment of, like, man, I'm so proud of this nigga. Like, yeah. I'm so proud of this dude for just being overcoming... A lot of the obstacles, a lot of the odds, like... And, and he's doing it his way. Like, he's still got the rag on. He's still representing himself in his neighborhood and, and all that. And it, what, what that does as well is, is show the youth that it's possible. Like, at the end of the day, you can still do it your own way as long as you got a message attached to it and, and, and get beyond just the neighborhood. Yeah. So... That's amazing, and the fact that it's it's going in Barney's because that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and, and you know they be and he was talking shit about the trolls too. He's like y'all be y'all be making memes about me and shit. He was like, man, I'm fly. Yeah, <laughs> he was in the pool in his hard bottoms. Wow, in the pool yeah. with hard bottoms on, like. Yeah. Jizzle, Jizzle was just a different type of dude, man. I like that he walked to the beat of his own drum. Like I love the fact. I love the fact that I love what he's doing. And he got EA Sports to apologize for uh, removing Colin Kaepernick's name yeah. out the um, out the uh, Big Bank. Now I don't know if it was for the pressure. I don't know if uh, shouts out to uh, Van 
um, Langton from TMZ to start that challenge that, you know, had people um, buy, uh, donate to Colin Kaepernick's organization for doing that as well. Charlemagne jumped on. A lot of people jumped on. I think they, they got it more than like 80,000. Damn. 80,000 within like a, a day or so, a weekend. I forgot what it was, but they got a lot of money that got donated back to uh, uh, Colin's organization. So, I mean, th- again, it goes back to him him using his platform and his voice for the right reason. And and then go- that goes back to the whole music shit. It's like, yeah, okay, the music is one aspect of it, but as long as his message is aligning with who he is authentically, then, yeah, he may not have to make another My Nigga, My Nigga or, yeah. or uh, Twist My Fingers or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, shouts out to YG, man. Now, it's funny that I was just looking at the numbers today. It looks like the proje- projections of Travis's album is looking crazy. Yeah, I know. 450,000. Supposed to be uh, topping uh, Drake's Scorpion, finally knocking him off the top. But we'll see in the, ne- the next couple of days if that's going to happen or not. Yeah, man. Travis got a big deal, bro. And um, I- I'm not the biggest Travis fan. I'll be I'll be the first person to say that. Like, I- I'm not the biggest Travis fan. I do respect him. I, I respect what he does. I know he does a lot of writing for other artists, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, he's very talented. Yeah, straight up. Shout out to Travis. I, I'm, de- I'm definitely. A lot take. of people not not talking about. Well, again, maybe not in our world, but not a, pe- not a lot of people from what I've been seeing been talking about Mac Miller's album though. Nah, I mean, I I, I took a gander. You you heard a couple? I took a, I took a gander at Mac Miller's. I mean, anything I, that you? I mean, Mac anything? Miller's albums is not my cup of tea. Like it's just so there's nothing that you can pick from it. I mean, I've been listening. To, I've been set with the whole thing. But I'm saying I know you do the way you preview. preview you know, there's nothing just surface oh, no, no, level. No, that nothing, you can play. nothing, nothing that I could tell yet. No, crazy man. But I, I'm not. Just, I'm just not. I just. I guess I'm not a big Mac Miller fan in general. Like, too many care. Um, did tell me that Mac Miller's show is bar none. Really? He said. He, he said Mac Miller's show performance wise, or is it props or what? He said performance. Really? Mac. He said Mac Miller. It, it leaves all. It leaves it all on the stage. I would. I wouldn't get that from. Just from surface level, yeah. like of of him as a as a person, and maybe that's a a bad way to look at some shit. But who knows? Um, your boy Petty Petty Fifty. Only did you see the the video of him? Yeah, saw him take his money back. Hey man, hey, I, I, I like Fifty though. I really do. I like Fifty because <laughs> he just he don't he don't be giving a fuck, man. Like and he knows what uh, he he he's he's the in my opinion the master of this trolling shit. Aside from Takashi at this point, but. He knows, like, what's going to go. Yo, I don't know what just happened. So, uh, the audio or whatever was happening when we was recording, shit's fucked up. Fucked up all the way. So, we apologize for whatever the audio sound like this week. Yo, we will, uh, maybe we should do a pickup in the beginning let them know ahead of time. Yeah, we'll probably do a pickup yeah, in the so beginning. If you, hear, yeah, if you hear just in the beginning, you know, yeah, it is what it is, man. <laughs> Because we had a, a dope ass conversation that you'll hear either way, however it sounds. Uh, appreciate y'all listening though and watching. It's Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, Homegrown Radio. I'm pissed. We'll see you next time. We out.